Hey there, guys. Welcome back to the Film Joy Podcast, a show where a couple of old friends talk about movies that we find fun and interesting. We have made it all the way to the end of our October Spectacular. This time, we are diverting from the classic Universal Monster movies and taking a look at the 1968 film by George Romero, Night of the Living Dead, along with the 2004 parody by Edgar Wright, Shaun of the Dead. I really think we ended this deep dive into movies to watch at Halloween time with a bang. Again, these movies were very different, but Billy and I enjoyed them both very much. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Filmjoy Podcast or write to us at filmjoypodcast at gmail.com. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. So let's get into it. I hope you enjoy our conversation about Night of the Living Dead and Sean of the Dead. Who's on the fly? Yeah. Um, we read some tiny, stuff on the internet. Tiny insect fly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I saw recently that a federal judge kind of said or cleared the way. I don't even know if this was an official ruling. I'm getting this from InsideTheMagic.net. <laughs> <laughs> InsideTheMagic.net. I don't know. Um, it says that uh, Disney could buy or invest in AMC theaters. So I think the idea was that there was a like an antitrust huh. regulation that prevents the producers of something. Like you can't own the means of production and the distribution of that product. Oh, um, okay. But a Is judge that says to prevent prevent a monopoly situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but I guess the judge says, you know, hey, there's like streaming now. Like theaters aren't the distribution anymore. Like the only distribution, or even the majority distribution, I don't think. So, huh. like, you can stream stuff. God, so, right, right, yeah, like the primary way that people digest content is at home. Yeah. No. So, I, I don't know. So, maybe maybe Disney will buy AMC uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, oh, and then you, I mean, you brought up the question, you know. Disney will just own everything. And I said, no, nah, I mean, Disney will own AMC theaters, Universal will own Regal theaters, mm-hmm. Sony will buy Hoyts. Uh, <laughs> I don't the, know. The I don't know. Cinemark, well, the- Cinemark one of, is one of them. And the, and the point, and that the point you were saying earlier is that whatever stipulation or bill or whatever was in place that prevented that monopoly is now, re- is now removed or uh, uh, I think changed. I think it's just like an interpretation kind of thing. Whenever oh. it's an antitrust thing, it's like, is there <laughs> harm to consumers? So, so the, it's always it's always like a general feeling that the government has. <laughs> it's not like... That sounds dangerous. Well, I mean, it's hard to quantify. Right. It, a monopoly is kind of like, you know, it when you see it. Like, yeah, you can't look at their spreadsheets and like, yep. You you've reached twenty dollars. You're a monopoly. It's the internet providers that want to own content providers. I think is what's going on, which is why AT and T uh, bought uh, was it Warner and HBO and all that. 
That's right. Yeah. So that man, I, man, I just you control the pipe and what's going through it. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, it's it feels a little bit scary. Like, wow, these companies are getting huge, controlling everything. Then again, uh, I think <laughs> I think that's why we're getting the Snyder cut because AT and T executives saw the demand um, from all the release the Snyder cut people, and we're like, hey. Everyone needs to stop talking and just release the Snyder Cut, mm, and then I don't know, maybe, and then maybe it was AT and T. I don't know. That's what that's what all that's what my sources have been telling me. Oh yeah, uh, just kidding. No, that's just what that's all the news I've seen on it. That's what that's the. It, it's it's hard to imagine that like the guy running AT and T was concerned with like oh, making sure that I don't think the so. government doesn't mess with his national infrastructure. Is like make the Snyder Cut. No, 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 no. I don't think it would. I don't think that guy knows what the Snyder Cut is. I think it's the people who um, are interacting with the Warner Brothers executives who would shut it down. The only other things I wanted to add for news on the fly was uh, uh, I'm sure you've seen it. Um, there's been a lot of like I feel like Zack Snyder, aside from the panel he did and a couple of interviews, he's been pretty quiet on what's going on with the Snyder Cut and um, even his panel on DC Fandom was pretty small, short, um, aside from like, you know, he showed the the trailer or whatever. But um, there's been lots of developments. Uh, We all, I think, have heard that like Ben Affleck's coming back for reshoots, Gal Gadot's coming back for reshoots. I think Jason Momoa's coming back for reshoots. That's old news. But they're just reshooting the movie. The <laughs> they're remaking the whole it's like oh <laughs> i forgot to tell you guys i don't have a snyder cut <laughs> there, there isn't a snyder cut that's what i keep telling you mm-hmm. they're just reshooting a movie <laughs> <laughs> there's not like it yeah there's not a Zack snyder version i mean there it's weird I, I feel like people debate this all the time and it's really just semantics like he's got the five hour four or five hours of of production done but there's no post production, like yeah, that, like there's no cut, right, right. Well, well he didn't a, the, cut it and splice it together the way he wanted, right. There's like the whatever, like the pre. Forget he's taking all the criticism. He's taking his two years of thought on it, three years, four years, whatever. Yeah, and he's just reshooting a movie. Yeah, he's and like, I mean, and oh, you know what? That like... didn't work out how I thought it was going to, and now he has a chance to redo a movie, and he's redoing <laughs> it. It's fine. Right, right. Just don't call it like the original. It's a new movie. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'd be curious to know how much of the movie is getting replaced. I think he had about like the I think the number was officially like forty five minutes to an hour of the theatrical cut was was uh, stuff that he actually shot and produced and directed. The rest was Joss Whedon. Mm, I want so the he, full Whedon cut. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would be cool. Well, yeah, the full Snyder cut and the full Whedon cut. But he had everything he wanted to do, but then they wanted to break it up into four hour long episodes. So that was the excuse to get more money and do some additional photography. But within the additional photo- the actual news that I'm trying to talk about is the uh, within the additional photography, Jared Leto's Joker is going to be um, or is at least whispered to be making a cameo. Which I don't know how mm. I feel about. Like I'm, I'm excited. I I was excited for that version. It's not my favorite, but uh, I was excited for 
to like see how that worked out and like Suicide Squad. Then that movie sucked. Yeah, could, could, could be cool. I don't know. Yep. I just don't. I just don't want it to take Any, away anything from. Anything can be good. <laughs> yeah, like I. I, I just, just don't want it to. Be. I just don't want it to take away from like what uh what they're trying to do i mean it, it does you're right like they are like re- they are doing additional photography and this does provide Zack snyder with a you know an opportunity to not only release his original vision but to this improve, is that's what i'm saying this is it. not his original vision that's what i'm saying i think th- this I is think, an, this is a new vision based on like two years of thought three years of thought like it's not like he time stamped his thoughts Right at that right, time, right. and he's just giving us that. Like he's reshooting a movie. This is not the. There is no the Snyder cut that like existed in a basement and is stuck in time. Like, I I well I agree to a to an extent. I think that that statement is exaggerated. I think that this is there's going to be elements. It'll be largely the original vision, but it's going to be. I don't know. Is it going to be 50 50? I don't think it's a hundred percent reshooting the movie and recreating an idea and re reforming an idea. I think it's, he has an opportunity to, to, to make improvements or to, or to change what he wants to do. Maybe based on what HBO max wants to do with that universe. I have no idea. Once you start to get into the minutia of it, like it's just like, ah, it could be anything. So you might be right. You might just be reshooting the whole thing, but I don't think he has enough money for that. Does that make sense? Well, editing is everything. Yeah, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you can have all the raw footage you want, but what I'm saying is the thing he is putting out is a new product entirely. Entirely. I think that's the exaggeration I mean. I don't think that's true. I don't know. I I can't argue about it because I don't know any of the details. I know them all. (laughs) You could be right. I mean, and I'm trying to decide, like, if I... That that might be a good thing. I don't know. It could be awesome. I think it can't. It you're. I think you're right in that it can't be the original product. Whatever the original cut was that he showed the executives, um, that they didn't even do test screenings for, from what I understand. Um, but that original cut is not what we're gonna see. Well, I'm not even saying like. I get that most of the things have been filmed. Mm-hmm. But like, but you think he's changing the story? Yeah, you can you can change the story. I mean, you can also change how the story is being told. Mm-hmm. I can tell the same story, but if you like move around the parts and tell it differently, like that's a different product. Yeah, y'all hey, hate that story. Like we could tell the same story, and I could tell the story, and you could tell the story with the same like plot, characters, and everything, mm. but we'll tell it in two different ways. What I'm right. saying is he's had that's... too much time between. For it to be the same thing he would have released. Like, he is a different person. Mm. It's been years. Wow. Like, huh. there's been tons of comic book movies that have come out, superhero movies. Like, what we see him produce now is not the Snyder Cut that he would have given us before. Like, C- correct. Yeah. And he, that's not, he's going to yeah. look back and be like, that was my idea, but you'll never see that because I know now that that is dumb. Like, he's going to change what he's done. This is, a, this is not the Snyder Cut. This is not even uh, his original vision. He's I, not that vain. Like, absolutely, no, he absolutely. has grown yeah. as a person. So, absolutely, or, uh, or or he has not grown. Like maybe, <laughs> went, maybe he's like regressed. But or, or, nobody or maybe, stays the same for years, right? Or, but 
or maybe he still feels confident in his vision that him and his team put together. Um, I think uh, all that, that to say, I hearing what you are just saying are saying now, I think I agree. I still think it's a little exaggerated. But I, I, I have but not I think you're right. to hyperbole. I've never used hyperbole ever. <laughs> I think you're right. I think, uh, three years of hindsight, you know, they say hindsight's 2020. It can't be the same. I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. Um, I'm still pumped. <laughs> I'm still pumped to see it. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Uh, <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts. Uh, well, we'll talk about it in Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed so hard, and I didn't get the joke until I just watched this movie. <laughs> All right. So, Night of the Living Dead, nineteen sixty-eight. George mm. A. Romero. Yes. Uh, who is sadly dead. So, that's sad. Is but it? Oh, this no. is a small indie film, which it kind of shows as you're watching it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. There are things that are small indie about it. 96 minutes. I'm starting my own stream streaming service, which is a cut of every movie. It is 100 minutes. <laughs> it's called right. 100 minutes. Yes. Um, all right. So Night of the Living Dead, 1968, George A. Romero. Mm -hmm. uh, this is where zombies come from. Yes, or at like least they, how we understand them. Yeah, I mean, they were like ghouls and you know vampires and uh -huh. living dead, but not zombies. Like, these are zombies. Yes, this right. This is the first, yeah. like, walking dead mm. zombies. This lie. is like the slow walking, like, uh, you know. Yeah, these are zombies. Like, all the dead coming back. Yes. Zombies. Yeah. All right, so that, this is, so this was very apt that we are doing this. Right. Um. This is definitely. What did we? Oh God, what did we do the first week? <laughs> the, uh, we did the Mummy the first week. The Mummy, okay, mm -hmm. the Mummy, which was then an action movie, <laughs> right? Uh, and then we did Wolfman, which we did Teen Wolf. That's so. This this is actually like the first horror movie, like actual. Yeah, like horror I, I, movie I would say so done. for sure. Like the other ones, like the classic monster movies. And yeah, this is like, yeah, I mean, really cool. Like a indie film, basically created, a, almost created a genre, and did I mean, I mean, did, sub, it did create a genre, a sub genre. Yeah, right. The zombie right. movie. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. So he, the gold standard now. Good job, mm -hmm. George. Uh, so it had some uh, some cutting edge elements to it, which we can talk to uh -huh. you about in the review, I guess. But yeah. the actors. <clears> uh, <throat> Is it Dwayne Jones has been, Judith O'Day, Barbara? They're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> uh, and Dwayne Jones was the, uh, was, was you said Ben was the ben. hero. Yeah, yeah, he is the hero. Uh, and then there is Carl Hardman, Marilyn Eastman, which are Mary and Helen Cooper. Keith Wayne is Tom. Judith Ridley is Judy. And <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I mean, the rest of the people are zombies. So. Right. Uh, until you get to like the very end of the movie, but <laughs> like the, the right. next person on IMDb is uh, Kara Schoen, who is corpse in house. <laughs> <laughs> My so, gosh! Like, yeah, it, it's a small cast. I mean, it's an indie movie. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I was gonna say just to add on to that, like George Romero, 
um, was one of two writers on this was the director and but he, he also shot it himself and edited it edited it edited so this is the Romero cut yes this <laughs> this, this is the, the definitive edition. Romero cut the budget for this was $114,000 wow so that well done yeah well yeah. done yeah unlike was... a lot of the meals in this movie <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i was wondering when it was going to get to the gory stuff and then you got about you got you got to that scene and you're like good god <laughs> but, <laughs> no, right <laughs> they were they did not hold back no way i mean and that was clearly like like a cow's kidney or something like yes that. yeah yeah it was gross oh gross man god. i'm yeah. sure they pay that guy like a dollar <laughs> <laughs> to right. eat. Hey, who wants to eat a cow kidney? You'll get an extra dollar yeah. on set tomorrow. And I'm trying to like, I'm trying to think what they could, what how they could have like, what kind of prop stuff they could have made. But it was such a. It's definitely all like animal entrails, and food. yeah, like it's actual food. <laughs> right? Yeah, because they were man, they were they were going to town. They were eating up. Yeah, I mean, one of them I think is like a turkey leg. <laughs> Oh yes, yeah, and it and it keeps going back to that shot of that woman eating the turkey. Leg. I'm like, stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it just looks like she went to KFC. Yeah, <laughs> uh, or the or the Renaissance Fair or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that was intense. Um, but what other? Uh, what other? Uh, oh, well, you said you said runtime, but ninety six so, yes. minutes. Yeah, ninety six minutes, almost that golden one hundred. And Shaun of the Dead was released in two thousand four. So it still feels like a long time ago, 16 years. Um, Gosh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, definitely. Like, like this is like a, this is a classic. <laughs> now, like, yeah. uh, 16 years ago. Um, yeah, crazy. Uh, but um, yeah, so this is an Edgar Wright movie. Um, it was written by Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg, who plays Sean. There we go. Uh and uh but yeah directed by edgar wright i'm trying to think what else edgar wright did i guess that's it i guess that's all he needs to do oh yeah 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 edgar wright yeah yeah was hot fuzz before this yeah yeah it was shown the dead and hot fuzz and oh it's the world's end oh right and i I actually never i actually never saw that movie they're all simon pegg and nick frost and right edgar wright and so Edgar Wright is also famous for uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Baby uh, Driver. Baby Driver. And like a, what, like a, I think he's still credited somewhere on Ant-Man. But like he got booted from that project, I guess. That stinks. Because he's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you got we got some people who um, were actors. Uh, Simon <laughs> Pegg, obviously, as we mentioned before, playing Sean, um, along with Nick Frost playing Ed. Those are the that's like the dynamic duo in all three of those movies, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then Kate Ashfield as Liz, Lucy Davis as Diane, uh, Dylan Morgan as David, the annoying guy. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who played Barbara? <laughs> Barbara. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Penelope. Wilton played Barbara. Played Sean's mom. Mary is the the zombie in their backyard. 
I have no idea why she's listed where she is. That's so weird. Um, <laughs> she has like 10 minutes of screen time. You only need like three or four of those names, but I just wanted to get to Penelope Wilton uh, because she plays Barbara. And Barbara, we're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> we're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> Amazing. Um, uh, last thing I'll say about this is that it is 99 minutes long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does, does that one hurts. Mm-hmm. It feels like it was intentional. It was. Me and Edgar Wright famously have had a feud. <laughs> he was just like, those guys. In that he's famous and I'm feuding with him. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. He's Yeah, he, he, knew, he knew how you felt. And he just, um, I think he cut, uh, he cut some of the credits out. I think is what he did. Well, this podcast has like 30 listeners, and he's one of them, and he's a real jerk. <laughs> and he retroactively cut out credits so that it could be 99 minutes. Ever since I told him that Baby Driver had a little too many cars, he's been pretty <laughs> upset. You know, I never saw that movie, and I wanted to because it has a lot of people I like in it. Well, don't um, bother, because there are too many cars. Gotcha, okay. Edgar! <laughs> oh, Edgar. But both great, both close enough to that 100-minute mark. And uh, I don't know. Edgar Wright's awesome. His movies are great. Why did they kick him out of Ant-Man? Well, Bunch of I drinks. Mean, he's a tool, and I hate him. Night of the Living Dead. A ragtag group of Pennsylvanians barricade themselves in an old farmhouse. <laughs> Wait, is this like the iTunes review or the iTunes synopsis? Uh, it's the IMDb. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I just off the top of my head. <laughs> Barricade um, themselves in an old farmhouse to remain safe from a bloodthirsty, flesh-eating breed of monsters. Oh, wow. Look at that. They didn't even know to call them zombies. How dumb. Yeah, and they don't call them zombies in the movie, I don't think, right? They call because them that's ghouls. not a thing. Yeah, right. That's true. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so like, I mean, like, what what are your opening thoughts here? Uh, first, um, <clears throat> it is a movie in '68 uh, that mm-hmm. has you know a black guy as the lead. Yes. Who like you know is the hero, which is awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, there are these things called zombies. <laughs> yes. I, the funny part is I feel like that's the plot. Like there are zombies. I mean, it's pretty much like one straight through line, right? Like you basically, um, Barbara and her brother uh, go, you, go to the cemetery. They bump into a zombie. Uh, Tom bumps his head, goes bye-bye. She runs, finds a house, and then they just try to survive. And then the movie ends. Well, them, they, they, they try to survive spoilers, and all die. They don't. Yeah, right. None <laughs> of them make it. Um, and we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about a little bit of that in a minute. But like, they go to a place. There is a zombie. One of them escapes, finds a house. There's other survivors. They try to make it through the night, and then they die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the like, and I, I'm I'm saying it in kind of a snarky way, but um, I mean. I liked it. I liked this movie. Like it was, it just didn't, there was no complexity to to the thought. It was just completely, 
driven by anxiety. Uh, yeah. You know, like it's just this one constant building uh, idea that builds all the way to the, the very end. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely the, the case. I mean, you just it's just like a survival situation. I mean, it's it's hard because it's cliche. Because this it's the first one. So nothing in this was right. cliche. But That's since this has come out, everyone has copied everything about this movie right. 10,000 times. Yeah, um, yeah. And George so Romero like, made like two more of these things. Yeah, well, it's um, fine for him to copy himself. But like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. But every, you're saying, like, this every, is the zombie movie. Like it has all yes. the things. Actually, it has some things that zombies don't do anymore. Um, huh. Interesting, like the zombies, they are the zombies that you think about. Like they raise from the dead. Um, there's no like skeletons. These these are the recently dead, I think is what they keep saying. Yeah, like a lot um, of them just look like people. Because they their brain has to be somewhat intact, I think, according to the storyline. Like it's reanimating right. their brain. Yeah, right, um, yeah. And it's just like their base instinct, which is to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're eating everything. They're not just eating people. Like the, I mean, they're not eating like trees, but they're eating bugs. They're you know they're eating, I don't know, protein. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. not tofu. They're not yeah. all like at a Whole Foods, but you know they're <laughs> they're just driven by the drive to eat. Um, yes. Yeah. It's so, base instinct and like that that like. Um, what am I trying to say? Yeah, it's not like that. That very simple plot line isn't is not a is not something to be scoffed at or anything. Like it was really interesting. I was on the edge of my seat. Um, this is the first time I've ever watched it. And the the cool part about having such a simple like story structure or plot structure is you got little bits of information. It, it's almost like you were there with them in the house. Uh, like. Every now and then they would turn the radio on or turn the TV on and you'd get a little bit more information about like what's actually happening. Other than that, there's no context. There's just this girl and her brother were going to their dad's grave or their mother's grave. Mo- uh, their dad's her mom. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Made um, them go. or whatever. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They went to their dad's grave and then just some crazy shit happens and well, it's, they had they. It's the it's, night of the living dead. They just yeah. have to make it through <laughs> and uh, they don't. <laughs> it's, it's funny because like you, we all know the rules, uh, but they don't like, they haven't seen a zombie movie. It's just, it's just crazy. Yeah, like, right. They don't know, like you get bitten and like, that's enough. <laughs> like to turn you yeah. into a zombie. Right. Um, like yeah. we would be like, oh, you're bitten. You're out of here. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, you know, or exactly. set you on fire as soon as you see somebody. Um, yeah, but because they had the little yeah. girl who was bitten. Yeah, like and they all knew, but they didn't think to say anything. Yeah, I mean, they well, they didn't know. Like they they, they didn't know. Yeah. Like right, what was that? Like why are these people? One, I'm I'm not sure they knew they were dead. Like at first, like they thought the guy in the graveyard was just a guy. Yeah, like they thought. Um, like they didn't know he was dead. They just thought he was. Exactly. Them. It was just some guy that attacked them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they weren't it wasn't like the walking dead zombies. Like the the modern inter, uh walking dead zombies. Yeah, they were they, recently they, dead. <clears throat> right. 
So for the most part, I mean, there were some that were a, li a little decomposed, uh, but for the most part, they were just like people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like they were pale and like re you know recently dead. So, uh huh. Um, which I assume means full of embalming fluid. Oh, um, well, I guess. I mean, not in the movie, obviously, but that—that's what right. would have happened. Right. Um, I think they also uh, wire the jaw <clears throat> shut now. When oh. the funeral, so zombies really wouldn't work. Uh, Why do they wire the? Oh, for the yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, so they don't. You know, I, but, my first thought was, do they do that in case they become zombies? <laughs> <laughs> yep yep that's why yeah because you know dude it can happen you can send a probe to venus it'll come back with weird radiation and then everyone will start eating each other i mean you, you gotta protect yourself i'm really worried about space dust i think we should defund nasa <laughs> yeah um it's, okay, it's uh, yeah so that it's just like a zombie like they don't know what's happening they don't know any of the rules uh the zombies in this movie can use tools to a rudimentary like yes I, level yeah, I was, like the guy picks yep. up a rock to bust a window yep uh they pick mm -hmm. up like a piece of wood mm -hmm. to bang on the door like they're they're driven by instinct and they they've lost a lot upstairs but you know they've got some like semblance of ability and they can yeah. they can jog I want to say like, like a light, a light jog. Like they're not the running zombies from like, World like War uh, Z 28 days later or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but World War Z, they're like freaking flying. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So they're not running like a full sprint, but you know, they're like uh, they're moving along. Um, hmm. But uh, <clears throat> so yeah, they're a little bit different from what we, kind of view with like walking dead zombies. Right. Uh, but yeah, a great movie, great suspense. The zombie at yeah. the end, I mean like uses a trowel to just like stab oh, somebody. The, oh, like the little girl you mean? Yeah. Oh, uh, that was a up scene, man. That was a slasher <laughs> scene. Like, yeah. Like the, the sound effects and the music and the screaming. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah, like was a... I was cringing um, in like a watching a horror movie way. Like I was like, oh, my, like, what is going on? All the zombies in the entire movie are, are all they're doing is eating people. And then this girl doesn't even go for it. She just stabs her mother in the chest. Oh, my God. That yeah. one I me. assume she does after. I assume she eats her after. But yeah, that was just like yeah. straight murder. I didn't understand that one. Uh, yeah, like I, how I wonder if that happened. was intentional or if it was. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess like if you follow the logic, like she was the most recently dead zombie we had seen. Like she died oh, during. God. Oh my God. So yeah. her brain was the most intact. Yes. Um, so I guess like she had a little bit more ability. And it was, they made it clear um, at a couple points in the movie that uh, the her her mother and father were not getting along. Yeah, like they were like not in love, not wanting to be together. Um, and there was just problems there. So like, 
that makes me think that's the first thing I thought of when you said like her brain was the most intact, like not fully intact. Like she had that angst probably towards her parents and then be, kind of became a zombie and just like, well, I, th- I still think it was a matter of just eating her. But, oh, you think so? Okay. Yeah. I think that she just still kind of knew you should kill it first. Oh, Cause she was, okay. she was eating her dad when, when her mom came down. That's true. So uh, I, that's true. I, yeah, I don't know. It does. It, I I know. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, maybe that's the case. It just it felt a little out of place, and I wonder if that was intentional or not. But I have like two more really quick introductory thoughts, and then I have sort of a more conceptual thing that I wanted to get your opinion on. Intro was really cool. Like, gosh, like just what a what a departure from like the movies from the 1930s we've been watching. Um, like really nice typography and just interesting, like the, the, the photography in general and the sound design were like night and day. Like it was almost like the sound design was almost too clean. <laughs> like yeah. uh, Tom bumps his head on the gravestone and it's like, poof. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's good. It's an indie movie, man. They were really smashing yeah. people in the head. But like everything in the old movies from the thirties just sounded like garbage. Yeah. Uh, so yeah like it was just it's just an interesting difference and just the photography seemed a lot cleaner to me i mean that obviously 35 plus years of filmmaking history had gone by moving on to the conceptual thing is so, so what i took from this movie was or not what i took from entirely i just enjoyed the anxious struggle that this movie brought like very easily kind of lured you into um as an experience but what I thought about afterwards is, so you have, you know, Ben is kind of like the main character in a way. He's one of the main characters next to Barbara. But Barbara is silent for most of the movie because she's in, she's just shell-shocked. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's just almost... She's hysterical. Yeah, she's, she's, yeah, she's either hysterical or dead quiet. Like she can't even do basic things. Um, like, you know, Ben's trying to like, Ben's taking action, but like... You have these two opposed, almost like opposing, I don't want to say forces. I I guess what I'm saying is this movie is, the feeling of it is, for me, was just largely anxiety. And what that made me think of was like, okay, if you try to put yourself in anybody's shoes, adrenaline's just pumping the whole Mm -hmm. time. And you know, like, what's that, what's that saying? Um, It's not an adage, but like in, you know, when, when adrenaline is pumping through your body, like... You basically have two options, you know. It's fight or flight, mm-hmm. um, and so, and, and I guess there's freeze too, but um, which I guess you could. Anyway, <laughs> Ben is fight all the way. He rolls into that house. He says, "Okay, I'm not going to hurt you. Let's board up the windows. Let's board up the doors. We got to make it through the night. I don't that that car's not going to work. The gas is locked up. Like he's like on it." Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he doesn't stop. He's like in that adrenaline infused, like gotta, gotta figure this out. Um, and Barbara is the opposite. She is, uh, one, she literally did flee and then she froze for most of the rest of the movie. Uh, I just thought it was, that's what I, I just thought that was really an interesting and sort of like oh, very, not self-aware, but like very, uh, very interesting distinction uh, that George Romero put those two characters 
um, in key roles through the mm. movie. You know, like showing both sides of how people may behave, might behave in in a scenario like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, that, that's that's the thought. I just i i gra- i gravitated towards that idea, and I really it made me think a lot about the movie itself. There's, it's I don't know if there's any like deeper meaning to it aside from like this is happening. You know what I mean? Like it's you're just experiencing this scenario with these people. Yeah, well, I mean, there's like the again, it's just the stereotypical like <clears throat> questions of humanity. Like, um, there's a point when Ben and Barbara are upstairs and like they're struggling with a zombie and it's super loud and they're boarding up things. And then after everything's quiet and like, they deal with the zombie, the guy comes up and he's like, "What?" You were down there the whole time. You didn't come up and help me. And you me? didn't help me. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. And he's saying, like, why would I help you? Like, I don't know who you are. I need to keep my family safe. Like, yeah. You know, right. do, do you risk, uh-huh. you know, do you risk your family's safety to help some strangers you don't even know? Like, right. So, right. I mean, that's like, again, I mean, that's like the, the stereotypical zombie kind of questions. Like, Right, you know, but it was new in this in this movie. Yeah, this was the first time anyone had to decide whether they were going to fight zombies or yeah, or stay in the basement. <laughs> like, and that's a, and that no, and that's really interesting because that guy, um, I forget his name. So Mr. Cooper, he comes off as like almost the antagonist to the movie, but he was also adding, to your point, he was adding another valuable perspective, like. Like, what would you do? You know, you have, you know, you've got a, a wife and two boys and, um, you know, I got my daughter. Like, if, and especially if, you know, say, you know, if any, any one of the kids was hurt, mm-hmm. would you be saying like, hey, hang on here. I think there's a guy upstairs that might be trying to help, you know? Like yeah. that's and, and, you know, it turned out in the end, that's how Ben survived, was locking himself in the cellar. That was right. Like the, yeah, he eventually that was does the, that. I, that was the irony of of the whole thing. Um, but Ben's not messing around. He's 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 out to be proactive. <laughs> he's like they all have their roles and they don't divert from them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, yeah, it's only like the story covers what ten hours <laughs> ops. Like, yeah. Right. And the vast right. majority of that is like a cutscene to the end. So, I exactly. mean, the story right. really covers like three hours. I would think. Yeah. So essentially at the end of the movie, like you get this, you get this kind of scene of like, Oh, well this isn't such a big deal. It seems handled. Like when the sun comes up, it's like, Oh, they're just walking in line shooting them and they're like super easy to kill. And like, this will be fine. Um, I, I think that that's the biggest thing at the end. Like you like, Ben is in the basement sleeping or hiding or whatever. You know, like you don't see him anymore. He's off screen and they're showing the sheriff and like the bands of people walking, mm-hmm. killing zombies. And the right. sheriff's like, ah, I think we'll have this handled, you know, a day or two tops. And he's super confident and like everything's fine. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there was some initial panic, but this isn't actually a big deal is the kind of like sense they're giving him. Right. Yeah, it, they do and seem then, a little, they do, do seem awfully cavalier about the whole thing. Which I mean, as it turns out, they are actually pretty easy to deal with. Like, <laughs> right. Especially right. in the daylight. 
Oh, yeah, and it was the inaction that created the problem. Like, it was them boarding up. Is that kind of where, 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 where I didn't mean to cut you no, off? No, I mean, I think that the thing in the end is just, like, it's handled. Like, right. every, everything's right. done. Like, the danger is actually over. And, like, you can breathe a big sigh of relief. Like, Ben comes out of the cellar. He's going to go, you know, reunite with society. And, right. You know, there's zombies out there now. Like, that's a thing that exists, but who cares? Mm. Like, they just moan in a field. Like, whatever. <laughs> right. Um, I guess... It's kind of like the end of Shaun of the Dead, which we'll talk about. Where, like, hey. society's <laughs> just like, ah, there are zombies now. So they're great for pushing carts at the supermarket. Oh, um, right. <laughs> and then he gets shot in the head. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you get this huge sigh of relief that it's over, like everyone's safe. And then he dies. Like, right. That's the like, boom. Oh man. Yeah. And I mean like, yeah, I think if it was made now, they definitely would have shot him because he's black. I would, you know, I was going to I was going to say like kind of final thought on it for me is they were kind of redneckish people that were organizing the the zombie slaughter yeah i i think that george romero just didn't quite want to deal with that directly he did it subtly in making his lead uh, yes. black and making him the right. leader and the protagonist and like you know he's awesome he's like yeah i mean he rolls through there like in charge and you're like yeah um, yes yeah and he's the one trying to just keep everyone alive and and he's he's the rational like element yes you know it, it was great i mean he i think like in film he's a seminal character as far as like hmm. uh just kind of like racial kinds of issues and things i think he's a very important character um right but i think like today if the movie was remade shot for shot with like just a few changes there like been a line or two added or something well there would have just been like you know no one will know like they would have, uh, like they would have just done that, and I think that that would have hurt the movie's like overall mm. point. Like I liked that it was subtle. Like I liked that you know yeah. nobody in there was like I ain't listening to you because you're a black guy. Like right, there are yeah. bigger things. There are zombies. Like <laughs> so, you're saying it was intentional. Um, that they made him a black guy. I think it was. Um, I mean, like that they made him a black guy and then they shot him in the head at the end. Like oh, that was. I don't, no, saying it was I'm saying it, it would have been now. Like if they remade the movie now, uh, okay. they would have. So you're you saying the they would have. Yeah. they would have. Sh- they would have shot him at the end, even if they had cast a white guy. Yeah, probably. Okay. But, yeah, yeah. And but, that's, that's I mean, the feeling I got. I just thought it yeah. was interesting. Okay, there's a. I think I've sent you a video of this. <laughs> like, there's a point where Barbara's Barbara's hysterical. Barbara's she's either again, like we said, she's either shell shocked or she's freaking out because she watched Johnny get attacked and then um, get killed. Right. Yeah. And so she's like, no, I got to go help my brother. I got to go help my brother. And he's like, stop, you got, your brother is dead. You know, Ben's like trying to talk, trying to be rational, trying to save her life. Um, And she's like, no, no. And then she slaps him. And then there's like a small, small, awkward pause. And then he just punches her right in the face. <laughs> and you're just like, whoa. I'm like, did he really punch her? I rewound it and watched it again. Like, the, it's like a, <laughs> you know, yeah. it is a thud. It is not a slap sound. He, he punched this 
this lady uh, right in the right in the jaw. Um, right in that kisser. And see, I now he's operating on that whole like adrenaline fight. Like he's trying to take charge. He's trying to save their lives. Um, so he's probably not behaving a hundred percent rationally. But when I think about that, I don't know if there's anything really to say about it, but I, I had a hard time with it because it was like, okay, so like we just said, still, it was so unusual to cast a black guy as the role, as the, as the lead in the leading role for a film in 1968. I don't know. It just felt weird. Well, <laughs> it would have felt weird if it was a white guy too, but it felt like, did that add anything to it? Is there something that's trying to, that they're trying to say? A- am I looking at that too much with our, uh, it sends you down a rabbit trail. You just don't want to, you don't know if you want to go down. Yeah. I don't know. I, so I watched it and I, I mean, I saw that scene and I was like, Oh, punch in yeah. the face. <laughs> Bren's not messing around. But I mean, I was like, it's weird because there's a pause. Like, mm. I think, like, she wasn't still, like, freaking out, really. Like, they were both silent at the for, like, five seconds. And right. then he punches yeah. her in the face. Right. I can, I can see, like, you know, if she was trying to get to the door. Or, like, you know, she was going to open the door and let zombies in. Like, yeah, give her a good whack in the head. And, like, to get her to stop, you know. To stop from killing you both. Yeah, right, stop from right. killing you both. But that is not, this, like, what's happening there. <laughs> like. Right. I mean, I guess from that point on, she does not go for the door. And, <laughs> like, yeah, right. So, but, <laughs> like, right. Um, and now I, I was thinking, like, would I do that? And I'm like, not in that exact situation, but like, even if, like, if that was another dude, would I punch him in the head? <laughs> like, like he was able to restrain her just fine without it, and he also demonstrated some violent behavior with everybody with with um with Cooper. Right. Um, I mean, eventually he shoots Cooper. <laughs> so, right. Right. But when but, he, when he, I when mean, he, when he fight, yeah, I think that I mean, partially you get a pass. I mean, for just not like killing everyone you see, <laughs> like that, people oh, are walking the like earth, being, dead people yeah. are walking the earth and eating people. Like <laughs> it's a yeah. super stressful situation. Like, I, I don't know. You get a few. You get a few. No, absolutely. <laughs> like in that situation. And he, I mean, yeah. he didn't knock her out. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I mean, he, right. he's a he's a big dude. And like, she's, yeah, she's a tiny woman. Like, he could have he could have he could have like dealt with it. <laughs> like, but, you know, right. it was I think it was a more like intended to be come to your senses. <laughs> like, OK, uh, then. But it's just like a weird pause that I just don't like. I understand. know, yeah. That's but that could have also it... been. It's an indie movie. We got one chance to shoot this. <laughs> like, but, but the th- but the thing is that pause comes back when he beats up Cooper. When he finally makes it in and he sees that Cooper was standing by the door the whole time, he gets this look in his eye, and he's like, "I'm coming after you," and he punches him in the face too, like a bunch of times. Well, I'm just like, uh, I mean, yeah, that guy deserved to get punched in the head. Oh, absolutely. So, he, but it was it was it was out of anger, and I feel like it was the same thing as it was with Barbara. Well, I mean, just as much. Mrs. Cooper didn't come up to help, and he didn't punch Mrs. Cooper in the face. Right, but but Mr. Cooper was standing right there by the door. Yeah, I know. And, but, and they had, know, had the, if they it was had, pure like, rage and vengeance, I mean, he would have you know could have punched everybody in the face. 
He didn't punch yeah. the other guy either. Yeah, but Cooper was the guy that was responsible for not letting him in, is what I'm saying. But the other guy's down there too. He's a perfectly No, the other guy was dead. For oh, right. Okay, I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, later, that was, later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was after I guess that was yeah. when they tried to make their great escape. And yeah. it failed. And that guy the, Some uh, real horror movie logic there. With the <laughs> the, the truck. Oh, right. <laughs> and uh, his girlfriend gets ambiguously stuck in the seat. Yes. And then it um, catches fire a little bit and then explodes. Yeah. <laughs> dramatically. A, um, a, a, a truck that is famously near out of gas bursts <laughs> into flames. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, explodes. <laughs> yeah. A, a truck that's almost out of gas. Yes. Yeah. That was the whole. Yeah. I don't know. That's um, funny. I mean, I mean, every a car in a movie has to explode, explode. So that, that's yeah, fine. like like the, yeah, that had it was a little silly, but it had to happen. Uh, so that so that's the Night of the Living Dead. Now let's talk about the best parody of anything ever, Shaun of the Dead. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, you want to you want to give it the first rundown? So it is Simon Pegg. It's a. If you've seen any of these movies, I mean, they're just like they have a style to them that's just hilarious. Um, right. Sean is like a just like a loser. <laughs> they play it up a lot, uh, right? An right. uncool loser. <laughs> Life going nowhere. Like his girlfriend yeah. wants him to be better and stuff. Works in like a low-paid retail position, right. not as the manager, just as the senior clerk. Like, <laughs> right, right. Gets no respect from the high schoolers that work with him. <laughs> um, and, and it's just a loser. And then his best friend, who kind of lives with him, sort of. I think he just stays over all the time. Like he doesn't officially live with him. He just like he doesn't have a room. I think he sleeps on the couch. Right. Um, yeah. Is, is a, Nick Frost freeloader? Who is Ed? And I mean, he's like the ultimate loser. <laughs> Like, <laughs> pretty sure he's homeless. He just smokes weed all the time, plays video games, and uh-huh. and occasionally sells some weed. <laughs> like, yeah, right. And that's and it. Then... And just like drags down Sean. Yes. Uh, and then Sean is dating uh, Lizzie or Liz, and yeah. she like, you know, it's the typical, you know, you're you're a loser, Sean. Like, where are you going with your life? And uh, you know, that kind of dynamic. And then all of these things. Uh, kind of amp up to a million because zombies, <laughs> like <laughs> right. Uh, and it's just yes. hilarious. Like it's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. It's a zombie movie. It's a zombie comedy. Like yeah, it's hard to describe outside of those terms. Like it takes all the cliches and makes them funny. Yes. Um, yeah. Right. And I don't want to. Like Young Frankenstein, I don't want to, and I know we're running out of time, but like, I, I don't want to ruin all the jokes by talking to, I mean, it's, it's a, there's a lot of parody happening. Like you were there saying. There is a, we're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> so. so good. Cause that's his mother's name. That's Sean's yeah, mother's that's name. Yeah, that's Sean's mother's name. So. Um, my, I think one of my, one of my favorite jokes was there was so much that was great about this movie, but uh, when they, when Sean and Ed go to the backyard, uh, they're like, they see the, the first zombie that they encounter and they're like, 
they see her like walking around and Sean's like, oh my God, she's so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and they just start like kind of like laughing it off. And it's just so, it's, they just make fun of every part of that, the whole genre. Yeah. And it's so funny. And it's so, it's kind of smart. Like it's good humor. Um, it's, it's crazy fast paced too. Uh, there's yeah. like quick jump cuts. I think, I think that, but like that's Edgar Wright's thing. Like right. you'll even get a little like shush sound sound effect uh, oh, occasionally yeah. and during a jump cut, which is just like it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> right, right, Edgar. Though you're a tool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so one minute. <laughs> Sheesh. Son of a. Uh, yeah. So it's it's so weird, like how hard it is to describe this without like. It's a comedy with like tons and tons of like contextual jokes where you have like you have to be watching it to think it's funny. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, <laughs> I but, think so too. I mean, it's Simon Pig and Nick Frost just just being hanging silly. out, just being yeah. silly. Um, there's a lot of references to other horror movies. Um, yeah, they they pretty much hold up inside a, a, a English pub called the winchester yeah, the winchester yeah uh the whole time which is kind of like internally like super funny because they always go to the winchester like every night they're losers right. that just go to the winchester and hang out for yes. hours and hours and then they go home and like he in the beginning of the movie he takes lizzie there for the like a date it was supposed to be a special date <laughs> and they break up <laughs> right and then he goes and rescues her and takes her to the Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> like she can't escape it. Um, I think it's a, the, the thing I, the thing I really love about Shaun of the dead. Um, and I guess this could kind of serve as a closing thought for me. Um, but the thing I, I love most about it is on top of it being such a funny um, sort of parody driven movie. Um, it's one of the biggest jokes in it is that it's playing a, it's sort of playing a big, you know, it's, it's, it's playing an overarching joke on modern culture in general, people being glued to their cell phones and moseying about town, not really watching where they're going, like living these monotonous zombie like existences. Well, I think that's like, isn't that like the voiceover in the very beginning of the, I think so. Yeah. The movie? Sean's just like, you ever feel like you're just like stuck. Yeah. Right. Right. And, it, and it's living people, like the background shots and like the intro right. is just people like acting like zombies, like shuffling around, um, which at the very end <laughs> they show them as zombies doing that. <laughs> like literally <laughs> right. zombies doing that. Y- yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. Yeah. But that, I guess the, the great thing is that at the very end it is all commonplace <laughs> and they're using like zombies as manual labor. <laughs> that's right they say the, the the funniest one for me was like uh they mentioned on the news they're like zombies are ideal recruitment for the service industry yeah. <laughs> i was like, they're oh, like pushing pushing shopping carts or uh-huh. buggies or trolleys or whatever they're <laughs> called in in england uh, yeah they're just like uh. <laughs> i know it, it's so fun like because it doesn't it didn't really make a difference uh whether <laughs> they well were and zombies that's or that's not. the best part at the end yeah we find out that just Sean is keeping the zombie of Ed in the shed. 
Yes. And Ed's just right. doing what Ed did every day. Anyway. I was going to say. <laughs> He's just playing video games. <laughs> that is a great point. That's so funny. Oh, like, man. yeah, nothing nothing changed. Just the, Nothing the changed for Ed. He does uh-huh. literally the same thing he does before. That is so, uh, that is, that's so good. Um, well, we got a minute or so left here. What do you rate both of these movies and who do you recommend them to? Um, Shaun of the Dead, I'd recommend to uh, anyone that likes, anyone that can handle a little bit of gore. I mean, there's a little bit of stuff in there. Yeah, like if you just yeah. don't like that stuff at all, like you don't at at all, then just skip it. Just watch mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz instead. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and then Night of the Living Dead. Whew, I mean, the gore in that is yeah, it's, it's, it's black short, and white, it, but it, there is some gross stuff. Yes, it is, so, and it's short lived, but it's a it's a lot. Night of the Living Dead. I mean, you, like. Uh, someone who likes zombie movies, you'll see everything about zombie movies. This is where it started. You should watch it, but it's mm-hmm. it's for an adult. Like, right? This is a rated R movie, uh, <laughs> which is crazy because right. it's in the '60s. Like, uh, yeah, this is a it's a rated R movie. So, yeah. right, you know, an adult who likes horror movies, I, I think the story holds up I, really, I really well. Liked it I liked lot, it. Yeah. In, there's some slow spots, but like they're appropriately tense to where you're fine with it being slow. You're like, ah, oh, my gosh. And then, uh, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So the I'd recommend it to remains. an adult. And then I'd say PG 13, like anyone who like, likes fun, <laughs> fun, stupid movies. <laughs> yeah. or like Shaun of the dead. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, those are my, that's who I'd recommend it to. So, but rating, I, Shaun of the Dead is one of my favorite movies. I think I mentioned last week, it's one of the, like, few movies I actually yeah. own, own. <laughs> like, I bought, like, I own this movie. Yeah, me uh, too, actually. I gave money to Edgar Wright. <sighs> I know. You buckled under the pressure. I know. I just had, I just had to have it. <laughs> um, and Night of the Living Dead, I mean, I, I give them both... 9.5. Wow. Uh, yeah, 9.5 out of 10. Yeah. Like, they're both just really good. Now, for different reasons. I mean, obviously, one's a comedy and one's very much not. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Wow. I Man, think The Living Dead might be, like, one of the best movies, like, wow. made. Like, I think oh, it's just, man. like, so important in the history of film for, like, a number of re- Like, it created a subgenre. Hmm. Right. Like, the sound, the pacing, like, like the social significance of, you know, having the African-American man. lead. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. I mean... This, I think it's one of the most important movies. Like, if you're a film buff in general, even if you don't like horror movies, you should watch this movie. Hmm. Uh, wow. It's like yeah. 9, 9.5 out of 10. And then Sean, that's just like, I just love that movie. Just so good. Yeah. 
Um, man, I, I agree with you on almost everything. Um, I want to say, yeah, who would I recommend Shaun of the Dead to? That's, I actually would say they're both kind of a hard PG-13 for me because there is some, there is some real gore in Night of the Living Dead. You're right about that, but it is kind of short-lived. I feel like a, a 15 year old kid would be fine with it depending on who it is. Like, I mean, I wanted to, I was going to watch this with Heidi and like, she was like, no. <laughs> um, but like, I, cause I'd never seen it before. I was like, ah, okay. But like, there's, uh, there's enough in there where if you don't, if you're scared of zombies or scared of isolation or scared of a situation like this, you're going to lose your, you're going to go bananas. But if not, if you can handle a little bit of gore, I think, I think we could, you could, I think you could, uh, make it work. At least until the last scene. At least. Not the last scene, the scene oh. with the daughter in the basement. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you have yeah. to add that in. That's. I think that's the scene where I was like, mm. nah, R. Okay, yeah. Because that, that's, that's, that's psycho. Oh my gosh, it's psycho with like on mushrooms. Like yeah. it's so, so intense. You might be right. That might put it over the... They made a little girl stab her mom to death. Like, okay. All right. I take it all back. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it would absolutely, I think it would be, uh, uh, yeah, it's a solid, it's, it's a, it's a, I'll say it's a light R. It's not light, but it's like, I think if like my daughter was 15 or 16 years old, I would watch this with her if she was into monster movies or horror movies or something. I could see that. Yeah. 16. Uh, like it's not like. 16 with parental consent and. Yeah, and and they're there, which I think you're allowed to go into R movies in that case anyway. So right, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so, so R. Yeah. So my, my ratings, uh, I'll say nine out of ten for both. Nice. Um, and, and that's not just because I'm trying to wrap it up quick. I really do love both of these movies. I can't wait to watch Night of the Living Dead again, um, and I'll always watch Shaun of the Dead. Well, I think I'm gonna watch so Dawn now. Oh yeah. Um, I think. Um, we should both watch it, and we don't have to do it on the on here on the podcast, but we can. Uh, Why don't? Yeah, hmm. we can still. Maybe we can like that could be like a like if you have time on Halloween or something, uh, watch it, and I'll do the same thing. Yeah, that sounds. And good. then you can let me know what you think, man. Uh, October spectacular. Um, oh, it's over. To, it has come to an end, man. I stayed up very late many nights, uh, and will one more. <laughs> and we'll and we yeah and we'll probably likely likely do the same again on Monday. Um, the next podcast will be with Zombie Tim. <laughs> That's right. The next podcast yeah. you'll just man, be like, uh, dude. I you'll man, still have no, a better sound setup than me, so you'll still sound better, <laughs> dude. Like you know, I I still like it was a lot of work, and it was I had a lot of fun watching old monster movies. I think. Um, I think this was your idea and uh, awesome this is great yeah I love me some Halloween in October thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed our conversation about Night of the Living Dead and Shaun of the Dead and yes that does it for the October Spectacular we have watched eight movies about monsters Some were slow, some were surprisingly insightful, some were just hilarious, and one had Michael J. Fox sucking at basketball until he grew a beard. 
It has been a blast watching and sharing all of these classics with you guys. But it is four in the morning and I am tired. So I hope you all enjoyed. And if you want more information about this podcast, you can find us at filmjoypodcast.com as well as at filmjoypodcast on social media. Until next time, guys. Take care.